Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name's Will DeFreeze. My co-host alongside with me, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going? Oh, it's going all right. You know, just enjoying enjoying the day. Had to bring a dog into the studio with me today. I think I may have just heard a whine and it's like, Otis, trying to, trying to record Retail Therapy in here, man. Can you just like chill out one time for me? I, so. If you would have let me know, I could have brought in Rosie and Otis and Rosie could have <laughs> hung out together and just talked about the stuff that like which collars are hot in the streets right now. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite places to pee and hang out. Yeah. Good do, parts. Do, do you have like a go-to collar brand for Rosie? So I, I don't, what I'm about to do is an, an unnecessary flex. Okay. All right. But I feel like retail therapy is the avenue for That's unnecessary flexes. Yeah, that is the spot, especially um, for things like, like, to- like, Wildly unnecessary things like for yeah. your dog. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. I'm about to say is a wildly unnecessary thing for my dog. <laughs> um, Rosie does not have a traditional collar. Rosie has a needlepoint collar that was handmade by my mom over the course of about a year mm. that is uh, salmon print. And like like you would see, or like you would, or I'm sorry, rainbow trout print, like you would see on a rainbow trout. Uh, it's something you would have seen in, let me think here, maybe the. Ame Leon Door collaboration that they recently did that kind of appropriated fly fishing. Right, right. That's right, what I'm yeah. doing with my dog okay, currently. Got it. Was yeah. that Rain uh, producer Randy? Was that a new record for mention of Ame Leon Door? I'm looking at the clock. One, we're at we're under two minutes. That might be that might be a new record. I went so. in today hoping to just not even say the words, <laughs> and and unfortunately for me, you forced my hand, and I had to. But it was that's the well, perfect that's, comparison. You, okay, that collar is a flex, but it's also not like you know, it's not like you bought her like the Adidas Gucci collar, right? Correct. Yeah. Like like no. you, you, that doesn't exist. By the way, I'm just just using it as a as a reference point. No, that's a that's a that's like a cool flex. Like, yeah. Well, she wanted she wanted something a little more bespoke and tailored to her, yeah, and so I didn't yeah. want to go with something like designer and uh, kind of more like widely it's like it's like a body of college kind of thing well okay now you've wow now i'm gonna i'm gonna like have to go behind your back and, and text your mom and, and get her to make make a couple more of these things well, i mean she's getting a little older here and uh, I, I don't think the age is is the issue here i think it might have been just the uh the design that she was working with but yeah. she, it, it wasn't a quick turnaround yeah so i just want to have some expectations for okay you. all yeah. right if well, otis is still growing you might need to let Otis grow a little bit more just to make sure, or you might need just need to have a larger collar. Made. Right, yeah. right. Well, there, there's a there's a, a local company called Dog Plus Bone mm-hmm. who, who does kind of you know they're not like crazy expensive or anything, but they uh, I do feel like they're kind of you know it's like better than just whatever you might get off Amazon or, or walking into PetSmart and just like picking up off the rack, right? That's the first collar that we bought for Rosie. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I feel like they played a little bit. I feel like they probably, like Rag and Bone, I feel uh, yeah. like it was a thing, like, yeah, you know, I maybe a little that. tip of the cap there. I can see that. Rosie is actually, when we we were out of town this weekend and uh, Rosie was with a dog sitter and the dog sitter was taking her somewhere and I didn't want, just in case, you know, she let her out, got lost, whatever, Rosie was not going to be in her normal, you know, neighborhood. I put an air tag on her. Okay. It's kind of another collar flex that I wasn't expecting to reveal on the podcast today. <laughs> Probably annoyed the hell out of our dog sitter by having uh, just a constant alert of that she was being followed because the air tag was in the car with her. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so Otis just recently grew out of one of these uh, dog plus bone martingale collars. And, you know, they, they, it's practically brand new. I think he wore it twice. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we had to switch him to the harness for walks because he's still such a a bad walker. Anyway, I, I popped this thing up on eBay. It's listed at ninety nine cents. Thinking for sure people are looking for like basically unused, you know, cool dog brands for their stuff. Yeah, it's like it's on its third week on eBay. Just not a not a lick, not even a bit. Somebody didn't even want to pay ninety nine cents for that thing. You got any watchers on there? No, I don't even think it has a watcher. Man, just I a mean, total flop, just an absolute flop. So you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking about. All right, that, well, but. if any retail therapy listeners out there want to own uh, I, something of Barrett's wardrobe, yeah, uh, I think Barrett has a way that you can own something for just ninety nine cents. That yeah, <laughs> is it a buy it now or are we doing bids? Uh, it is set up as an auction. If you bid ninety nine cents, there is a very high likelihood that you will take that thing home for ninety nine cents plus shipping. Barrett, I'm going to do something that I haven't done before. But I'm, I'm going to make sure that I do it more often. I'm uh-huh. just going to ask you, in, in between now and the last time I saw you, have you bought anything awesome? Have I bought anything awesome? Yeah. Uh, ooh, let's see. When did – this was – so it's been about two weeks. Two weeks. Right? Two weeks. Two it feels weeks. like it was a week for me because I was on vacation. But it's been two weeks. I can, I can confirm I've bought a grand total of zero material items that I could wear 
in the last two weeks. I was kind of hoping I could just live vicariously through you this entire yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I did two things, actually. One, uh, as I mentioned two weeks ago, the, the Amelie Leon door sale mm-hmm. did go down. You were very accurate on yeah, that for the people yeah. out there keeping track. And and I um I did the thing where you know that it's coming, you know when it's probably going to happen, and then you get in the car anyway and go on a drive. Yep. You know, you gotta drive somewhere. Uh just bad timing, just me just not being prompt enough. Um, you know, my morning routine as as per usual. And uh and 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 so I but I had my cart all queued up. I had it on my phone and on my computer. And so I, I did the pullover. Two oh, minutes wow. before, yeah, it went live. Dropped the code in to you know as soon as soon as you could, it would accept that that code, Queens. And I got I got my shiz. That's good. That's good. Anything so, anything notable? Yeah. So the 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 one piece of um of clothing in my in this little purchase here was the the kind of as we've talked about completely unnecessary for Central Texas cotton sweater. Yeah. 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 Uh, but but but. You know, I, I feel okay about it because it's the type of thing that, that I look at when it comes out and I basically say like, yeah, I'd pay full price for that, mm-hmm. but I can't because my cost per wear is just never going to like amount to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have the, the opportunities are so few and far between at sale. It's like kind of a no brainer. Like if, you know, yeah. when I've got a few opportunities, this thing's going to come out, it's going to shine. Um, and then I, uh, I, well, I, after you showed me your giant ALD tote with all of the interior pockets, I, there was one that made it to the sale. I had to grab. Yeah, to grab I saw it. that and I saw that it was sold out because I thought to myself, maybe I'll go get another one on sale yeah. because I love this one so much. And when I finally scrolled down and got to it, it was completely sold out. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna step away from this sale very slowly. Yep. Uh, I've been operating for way too long. I mean, I've had my sights set on our vacation next month uh, for over a year now. We've been planning it forever. We're going to Italy for 10 days. I'm very excited. I've been operating, uh, telling myself every single week, like, don't buy anything unless it's for the vacation. Yeah. Now I'm confronting an issue that I never thought I'd have is that I have too many clothes for this vacation. Oh, yeah. And there's no feasible way that I can pack everything that I would want to pack. And there's no reason that I need, like, I don't know, 12 linen shirts for a 10-day trip. Well, and this is, I mean, this is what's fun about vacations is also what's extremely dangerous for your wallet about vacations is you know you already know the vacation is going to be like mad expensive and yeah. that you're going to, you know, you're going to go on a spending spree and you're going to and you're going to order the th- you know, instead of the second cheapest option mm-hmm. on the red wine list of the restaurants, you're going to like tick it up one. Exactly. Right? You're exactly. going to go you can go for the $78 bottle of wine instead oh, yeah. of the 60 Six dollar bottle of wine, all that, and then you do this. You're finally going to have a place where you're going to get some fits off. You're gonna you're gonna take photos. Like maybe you're going somewhere in our case where you can actually wear stuff. And so yeah, you're like you you start gathering the things. Mm-hmm. And um and because I've got this going on right right now as well. We're going to be in Telluride for four nights. The weather is going to be phenomenal, crisp, crisp, Ooh. sunny during the day, like highest in the seventies. Going to chill. chill gonna chill out get nice and nice and crisp at night and uh and yeah yeah so i'm just now i'm just telling myself that all of this could be worn in telluride like everything i look at i'm just like oh that'd be good that'd be good for colorado that'd, you know, that'd be good for colorado yeah in so I, it was kind of peak pandemic I, it, not peak pandemic it was october 2020 sally and i had a trip booked to like long in advance and we didn't want to cancel it so we just kept on going and it was to aspen and it was first weekend of october and I have never had such an enjoyable time packing for a vacation than I had when I was packing for that vacation. Because like, just like you said, like highs in the low seventies. Mm-hmm. And then at night it was getting just like straight up chilly. So it was like jacket over sweater over everything. It, if I, if I itemized and took out everything from my suitcase on that vacation, I would have just a giant smile on my face looking down on it. I felt so good about everything. And I imagine Telluride's probably very similar in a, all, all facets. I, I think I think it's going to be, um, yeah. So uh, it, it's it's just uh, it's a you know it's a double edged sword. And needless to say, I don't need any of this shit. I could absolutely just pull stuff that's already in my closet Correct. that would be totally fine. Correct. Totally fine. Yeah. So, but why would we do that? Well, why would we? No, that's we wouldn't be hosting this podcast if we were if we were that you know just like logical and and reasonable when it comes to uh, to this type of stuff. Precisely. <laughs> We do have a major announcement today. If you're uh, one of the people that watches on YouTube because you know that Barrett's desktop presenter skills are just through the roof, first of all, thank you. Second of all, our YouTube 
has changed. Uh, no longer is this on the Washed Media YouTube channel. Uh, it now has its own channel. So any content that you get from Sunday Scaries or from Retail Therapy will all exist on that YouTube channel. Uh, the link is not a very desirable link right now because we need you people to step up and subscribe. You can't change the URL until you have 100 subscribers. We got to get to 100 subscribers. Go on YouTube. Uh, go to the description of this episode where there is a link to this. We'll go on there and then I'll make a really sexy URL for all the people at home. Other than that, uh, every single episode, I do a listener companion over at willdefreeze.substack.com. Uh, just ch- go check it out, whether it's links to everything, whether it is excerpts from columns that we do, or if it's just me giving a little commentary. It's always enjoyable, enjoyable to put these things together. So go check it out at willdefreeze.substack.com. And again, both of those links are in the description of this episode. But before we get into this episode, let's hear from one of our sponsors. I'm talking about Early Bird CBD. If you're not familiar with Early Bird, you should be. Early Bird gummies are a recreational hemp product that contain around 2.5 milligrams of natural THC and around 12.5 milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These are formulated for fun and to make you feel good. I have The entire time I've lived in Austin, I've known these guys that have been doing this, and I have to say I stand behind this product wholeheartedly. Even last night, it was kind of getting late at night. I knew I was going to have a little trouble sleeping. And so what did I do? I leaned over. I grabbed the bottle of Early Bird from my wife's bedside table. And I took two of them because I'm kind of a bad boy. And I fell right into a nice little sleep. If you're not familiar with Early Bird, Early Bird is based out of Austin. Uh, these guys are about as awesome as it gets. And I like that. Uh, their local support has always been you know, through the roof. They've supported this podcast for as long as it's been going. They've supported me by letting me live in their house for a little while. They're just all around good guys. Uh, and guess what? We have a new code for them. Again, much like the old code, it's single use. But because it's a new code, if you use the old code, you can go back and get 20% off again using promo code Wix. Like I said, it's a new code, so if you used the code previously, you have a new opportunity to use this one-time use code at earlybirdcbd.com. For 20% off everything, use promo code WIX, W-I-C-K-S. Again, promo code WIX for 20% off at earlybirdcbd.com. That's a big opportunity to get to go go in again. It's not it's not you, often you, this happens. You, you thought that your 20% had already, you know, you you burned it. Yeah. Not, I mean, this is great. That's that's huge. For the people out there who didn't listen to me the first time around and they were like, "Oh, I'm just going to get one bottle and see how I like it." Right, and then right. they finished that and they're like, "Oh, man, I should I shouldn't have done this. I should have gotten like up. 10 bottles." I messed up. Now's yeah. the time. Uh the one of my favorite people in the world recently, especially over the last 2 years, uh, has been in the news. And by the news, I mean just the, the you know, the websites that I check. Uh, and I'm talking about Martha Stewart. She has done a collaboration with Antisocial Social Club that is simply just photos of her eating, you know, seafood on shirts, <laughs> which might be like my favorite type of collaboration you can possibly have. Uh, everyone knows that lobsters in my it's on my Mount Rushmore of foods. What do, do you want to finish out the Mount Rushmore right quick? I can definitely add pickles. Okay. Love a pickle. Lobster, pickles. And from there, I'm going to have to do some real okay. deep thinking. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, Barrett. Yes. As someone who is not super familiar with Antisocial Social Club outside of just seeing the logo and yeah. knowing the logo and being familiar with it, can you do a little descriptor for me or for the people at home who also aren't as familiar as they could be? Yeah. So Antisocial Social Club, and and just I will I will start off by saying – um, it's never a brand. It's not a brand that I was ever super into. So yeah. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it the way that, that I, I do some other brands, but I do know that it is a, uh, it, an extremely popular streetwear brand that kind of like got really big. I want to say as, as many as seven years ago, because okay. when I, when I think of that wavy logo and, and it kind of plastered all over hoodies and tees. The kind of the look that I associate it with is the Instagram look, which was like the skinny jeans, Yeezy three fifty boosts, and then like a big Correct. baggy off white or antisocial social club style hoodie or tee. You're exactly right. So, like I associate it with Kanye wearing, yeah, those jeans, those boosts, yeah. like exactly that. Yeah. And so that that um, you know, to that end, I, I I feel like it's it's probably fallen out of favor a little bit. Um it kind of got I also think it kind of got balled up into like Supreme and some of the other hype brands that really got very heavily adopted by like a, a younger crowd, um, as young as like high school and middle school even. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're, they're definitely running kind of like a Supreme 
a, a play out of the Supreme playbook here, which is to like just do this kind of like photographic print of a celebrity of an icon and then use their their kind of iconic branding um, in, on, on top of it or in collaboration with it. So, you know, I don't hate the stuff. I obviously love Martha Stewart ju- just like you do. She is uh, she is an icon. Um and you know, get get that bag, Martha. But uh, but but I have to say that I I will not personally be purchasing any of this. Well, you can't. It's all sold out at this point. Wow. I did, um, see, I didn't even know it dropped. It it dropped on Saturday. It's not something I would have purchased either way. I think I'm just maybe a little bitter because if you ask me, hey, will like, all right, Sunday scaries or retail therapy? We're doing a straight up collab. Uh, who do you want to collab with? Like, if I could, if I, I don't even think I would have thought of Martha Stewart eating lobster. Mm-hmm. But now that I've seen it, I'm yeah. like kicking myself for not coming up with it sooner. Sure. Um, it's kind of that whole coastal grandmother aesthetic, like coupled with just like, you know, uh, summer in general. Yeah. Yeah. And just Martha, well, I, who's just been absolutely thriving as of late. I, you know, this is my this is my fault. I just said that I love Martha Stewart. I don't think I follow her on Instagram. So I've been missing all of the seafood. Eating. Just make sure make sure when you follow her on Instagram, you follow uh, her personal account and not her brand account. Okay. So you are currently on that Martha Stewart 48. This this must be new. 1.6 million followers seems awfully low. She's just been I mean I it doesn't make sense that she would have 1.6. She's she deserves at least 5. It looks Maybe like she's four. got a Skechers collaboration coming as well. Okay. So I'm 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 me thinks that Martha uh has gotten with her her agents, managers and publicists and said, "We got to cash in." I'm surprised I, and I've I think never that- been hotter. People love me. I'm adored by all, all groups, all, like everybody. You know, all everybody, all persons, prisoners. And um, do you think there's like some like pe- like people in prison that were like, man, I miss Martha. She was uh, the vibes were good when she was around. Do you do you think she hung out with with like some, no. with some lifers? No, I don't. You think somebody did so much insider trading that um <laughs> that uh, that they got they got sixty years. Well, here's my question. If she's doing a Skechers collaboration, is this a miss of her not doing a Crocs collaboration? Yeah, I don't – okay. Look, the, the, I'm speaking from personal experience in the clothing industry right now. Mm-hmm. Collaborations are, are like like they have descended into the mainstream mm-hmm. and everybody is looking for collaborations. Like, <laughs> they, like it is just – because like it is – it's, it's um, you know it, – it, it's just like spreading like a wildfire right now. And there is like no collaboration is off limits. And some of these big companies, Skechers and Crocs are are, are two of them. Like, I, I don't want to say they're whoring themselves out, but they are looking for spots and yeah. places to like make a wave. They always want to be talked about. They want to be on a Hypebeast page. They want to like, they keep, they're, they're throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what'll stick, seeing what'll hit, seeing what'll yeah. ha- get people talking and all that. So like, you know, that, it they probably talked to Crocs. They probably went to Crocs and like they were like, oh, well, we can't fit you in the schedule until twenty four. And they were like, nah, we need, we want that bag now. See, I want it's got to be twenty two. I want some gardening Crocs from all Martha. And so they 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 went. They picked Skechers instead. Like I, how, how I'm much? O- I'm you... only sort of joking too. Like that. Like I'm sure that Martha Stewart has a list of like thirty or forty opportunities of brands she could oh, that want to collaborate with her that she will would be fine collaborating with. Did you happen to, and I'm going to, I'm going to mention these guys because I, I respect their grind. The throwing fits guys have, uh, teamed up with Mr. Porter and they kind of did a collaboration that seemed to be a collaboration on certain items and then more of a curating yes. kind of thing on mm-hmm. their site where they had about 90 items all on one page. Like I was very impressed by the scale of what they did and also yeah. very encouraged by somebody kind of of the same, I guess same ilk is like people like us. Yeah. Like it yeah. shows that these brands are willing to reach out to these cre- independent creators and not just be tied down to like totally people with millions of followers and things like that. And that's what I, I'm very encouraged by that because I think there is an opportunity for a lot of brands to elevate people that they collaborate with instead of just trying to elevate themselves by collaborating with someone big. Like, I mean, it's just like an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, th- I, I think you as a, as a, partner of wash media like you know better than 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 anybody that i that these brands do really well when they when they go to somebody that is really good at like speaking to their audience regardless of size yeah like that's you know so if if and 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 martha stewart is is kind of a question mark on that front like 
she's a huge name, but do her followers really interact and engage with her? Because that's much more valuable than just like, you know, tossing two big ass brands together and saying, here you go. Yeah. So, well, if you ever see me commenting on her, uh, on her Instagram posts, like if I ever comment queen or like slay, <laughs> uh, please do not judge me, but I enjoy doing that from time to time yeah, as, yeah. as Martha is one of my, uh, she's one of my favorite follows and I will never stop because I just enjoy that. She's just kind of all over the map and she, she's also very tone deaf when it comes to things. She doesn't, she forgets that not everybody's as rich as she is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so she'll be like, Ooh, check out this new Mercedes. Everyone should go get one. And I'm like, <laughs> Martha, we not all of us can afford that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that she, I think she's earned that. It, it doesn't surprise me that she's, um, I don't know. It's kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow. She, 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 she does. She's in that same vein as, as, as the queen of goop yeah, herself, for sure. like we're like, it's almost part of the brand to be out of touch. Oh my God. The, uh, Gwyneth had one of the most out of touch posts I've ever seen the other day. <laughs> she posted about her spa routine. And in the actual video, it says you don't need to have a spa to do this, but it would be very helpful if you did. And I was just like, Gwyneth, literally no one has their own spa. This is at, at her own home. Yes, yes. This is in her own is home. Yeah, yeah, right correct. yeah. I highly yeah. recommend going on, I think it's Architectural Digest or whatever other YouTube site there is, or channel there is where she talks about her home, but she does a full tour of the spa that she has in her home. And it's nicer than most hotel spas. I'm quite sure. And yeah, I'm, she, a, I'm is, a hotel spa. This is Google we're talking about. It yes. better be nicer than hotel spas. I did just want to mention though, that the very beginning of the caption, the first sentence here is pretty relatable because she does talk about with it when she was younger, her only morning routine was coffee and camel lights. <laughs> you know what? That's that's really hot. That's really hot, Gwyneth. Oh. So, you know. Hopefully she gave up the camel lights though, because you can't be you can't be slanging skincare lines and and just burning heaters. That's like when you're at, at a hospital you're at a hospital for whatever reason and you see like a doctor outside in their scrubs just ripping a yeah, ripping a dart and it's right. like what what why you're giving me health advice? Like yeah, <laughs> I'm taking advice from you? Yeah. Uh Barrett, there's been a trend popping up recently that I am I think in on. Uh my entire life I've been very particular about headphones. Uh, we've previously talked about the wired it girls and how these wired headphones are kind of coming into vogue and how people are liking the kind of retro feel of these. But something I've seen literally everywhere, especially over the last couple months, have been AirPod Maxes. Okay. Uh, and generally just over-ear headphones overall. Uh, I've seen a lot of influencers out there just post posting photos or doing stories. Uh, it could be um, one of our favorite, one of my favorite people, Kit Keenan from uh, Bachelor fame, who just has been spending the entire summer in the Hamptons and mm-hmm. reviewing Caesar salads. She is a good follow. I do follow her. She's been great lately. Uh, Tinks, you familiar with Tinks? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, Tinks has been just rocking out and also talking about in a very favorable manner her AirPod Maxes. She's rocking out and talking out uh, all the time. And I, I'm at the point where I'm like, do you even bother buying headphones if they're not over ear? Are AirPods just out? Are earbuds not the wave right now? The, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, it's. Oh, actually, can I ask you a question before you get in? Please. What is your? Do you have? Uh, is there any part of you that's anal about headphones, or if do you have numerous pairs? Do you have like a routine or a specific need for for different headphones? I mean, you do enough podcasts that mm. you know audio is important to you. Yes. Uh, I also think that you're just somebody who likes things to be nicer. And so and and you you like to curate your life a little bit more than probably sure. most people. Yeah. Um short answer to your question is no. Okay. There there are there are some things that I think just like and I, I don't I don't know why I don't know why this happens, but some things on the just kind of like on the scale, on the on the spectrum, I I want to spend money on them and then I just never can force myself to do it. Mm-hmm. I will say this, the last few flights that I've been on, you know, it's easy to forget about this over the the course of the pandemic, but I've been on a couple of flights recently, obviously going on a couple more here. I I need noise canceling headphones at this point because as we as we speak about AirPods, that is one thing that they are really really shitty for is being on an airplane and trying to listen to anything. Are the have you do you have any experience with the noise canceling AirPods? 
No, I don't either. Did, did, I didn't know that was a thing. I it, it's a, it's a thing. I think it's called like the AirPod. I forget what do AirPod do AirPods Max not not noise cancel. They do. They do. AirPods Max do noise cancel, and apparently the noise canceling. I re- I was reading some articles about them today, just so I would have some knowledge going into today. And apparently they are really nice headphones. Yeah. Uh, the complaints that people have about them is there's only one button on the side. Uh, there's a complaint about uh, the. I think this is more of a complaint for people who wear makeup or people who put things on their face every morning is that there's like it's it's not leather or a fake leather. It's cloth on the right. earphone part. Yep. And so if you have any makeup or anything, it'll get all over it. OK. Um, and so those are those are some complaints about them. So. Um, so. So, yeah, I, I am in the market for for a pair of noise canceling headphones specifically for flights. But no, general like like the the really the only time that I like always use headphones is at the gym and for those i just use my basic ass airpods which are like five years old now I so think. that's another question i have is like you're a big gym guy do you see people walking around the gym with over your headphones i do okay yes. so and next I never, question i do not understand it but uh, is it people that are w- lifting weights or is this people that are doing cardio because i cannot um, i used to only do cardio it's always lifting weights i cannot imagine ever doing cardio and over your headphones and it just sounds awful. It's never anybody like on the treadmill, but it, there there are people doing weights and then sort of like some high intensity interval type stuff. Or, but it's generally it's generally more like like gym girl or gym guy, not yeah. ca- not cardio guy or cardio girl yeah. or, or or cardio person. Um, so so yeah, it it is something that I've noticed. I I don't understand it. I don't want over ear headphones at the gym. Um. Just a quick aside, we don't have to have a long discussion about this, but I also don't understand people that are showering at the gym. Just in general? Just in, like, 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 I under, like, okay, if you want to, you, you were at work, you're going to go to happy hour, or you're going out later, you're squeezing in the gym. Totally. Shower makes sense. That's what it's there for. Yeah. But when you'll be at the gym at like, I don't know, 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, or, the, or, or, or recently I was there on a Sunday, and people are just like, like, what is going on with that? Why, I don't. I do not. Under, what you're going home? Why don't you shower at your home? Well, okay. In the cleanliness and privacy of your of your your abode. I agree with you, but I will be playing devil's advocate right now. Okay. I, well, I'm glad because I, I need. What to, about I, the people who don't want to get into their car completely drenched in sweat? I, I guess, but but when I but if you you got to give yourself time. Okay. You can't go full sweat into the shower and then out of the shower or you just start sweating again, right? So that – exactly. So that was going to be my next point. <laughs> so like, you got you to give yourself to like cool The people that say the that they don't want to – especially – and I know we're in Texas, so it's a little different because it's so hot here. But the people that say that they don't want to uh, do that because they don't want to get sweat, be sweaty in their car, it's like, well, if you take a shower after you work out, unless you're taking a cold shower – that's going to make you re-sweat again and you're still going to be kind of gross. So why yeah. not just wait till you get home anyway and just like bring a towel or change of clothes so you're at least wearing clean clothes. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who used to work at a gym for a very short period of time after I had hernia surgery, I was checking people in. I had the responsibility for about a month of cleaning the showers myself. And uh, I think that shaped my opinion of uh, please do not shower at the gym. <laughs> That's the thing. Like if it's... If it's about cleanliness, then there's an automatic rebuttal there, which is like gym showers have to be the dirtiest ones on the, you know. But do people that shower at the available. gym, do they use like the, the like the, where I worked, we, it was a nice gym. Yeah. It wasn't the nicest gym. I'm not, I'm not saying that I was going to like an Equinox where they have, what kind of, what kind of uh, bath products do they have in Equinox? Keels. Keels. Like uh, we were putting very generic soap into the showers. And so unless you're bringing your stuff with you or you're a member at a high, high end gym, Like you're potentially just using like the most generic of bath products that you can use. And I love getting just fresh in the, in the shower. I I think you may be hitting on one of the more plausible answers though, which is at least for guys, I can see guys being like, well, why would I buy product bath products when I can just use the ones at the gym? Dude. I, there, I bet there's guys out there who have like a bottle that they bring to the gym, get in the shower, and just start hammering it down into their bottle. I am absolutely not above refilling my nice bottles with with good smelling, cheaper stuff. Like I, if a bottle looks nice that, from something that I bought, I will just fill it with other stuff. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I recently had a nice uh, nice listener reach out to me, and she sent me a website that actually. Uh, Tries to replicate Aesop's sense. Okay. And they just do the refills for you. Huh. 
and it's about $18 for a refill. Uh, one refill will fill up two bottles. So you're paying $9 instead of the $40 for that, that you pay. That, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is actually a phenomenal business model for these yeah. people. And the other one that they did was, I believe, Le Lava. I, I'm not sure if it was that one or if it, it could have been like Diptyque or something like that. But I kind of loved the idea of that because I am shameless and I will just refill stuff with cheaper things. I don't care. Uh, we definitely do that with hand soap. One hundred percent. That's mainly what I'm talking about. When it comes to hand soap, like I'd rather just keep the nice bottle and put other stuff in there. Yeah. Um, to, to take this all the way back to, to, to AirPods and the headphones though, I'm not surprised that the air, that the AirPod max is picking up steam. In fact, I'm more surprised. No, I'm going to, I'm going to reel back the last sentences I was about to make. I'm going to stick with what I said. I'm not surprised that they're making waves. Now it was an item that came out that is ridiculously priced. Mm -hmm. That nobody grabbed onto, and it was just sitting there ripe for people to, to start adopting as like a cool personality trait. Yes. Yes. Ripe for it. Yeah. And like I, I, I was reading an article about uh, over-ear headphones and specifically the AirPod Max on uh, Nylon Mag, and they interviewed a girl who did a viral TikTok on it. And she's like, no, I just – I honestly am just doing this for style. Like I want this to match my outfits. I want this to look good. I want it to look like earmuffs in the wintertime. Like I, that's what I want. Yeah. She's like, the people that are hating on me for this are actually verifying what I want. And that's, <laughs> I want it to go well with what I wear. And and I don't hate that move. I'm not the type of person, to, especially living in, in Austin at this time of year when we're not doing much walking around outside. But I am the type, I'm not the type of person to just put on headphones and walk somewhere unless I'm just going on an actual walk, maybe a hot boy walk for some of those people sure, out there. Sure, sure. Um, but like now, like I, I, you see these photos. I started just Googling celebrities and AirPod Max and you just have everybody. You got like – Really? Yeah. Like Hadids are doing it. Mm. Chalamets are out here doing it. People from the new Gossip Girl on HBO are doing it. And I don't even know who those people are at this point. But I got to <laughs> think that they're like on the up and up. That, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. <sighs> well, um, I, I'll just speak for myself here. The, the, the classic AirPods, the regular old AirPods – for me, are are some of the most comfortable headphones that I've ever worn, and that that is really like all there is. That that's that that is what what it is for me more than anything else because I don't really find over ear headphones all that comfortable. See, I have a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort over ear headphones. I had an old pair and they broke. Uh, Bose did not want to replace them. And so I went ahead and bought some on, on a Black Friday sale. And I absolutely love them. They're the only headphones I use at this point. Uh, I I do not see myself using any other headphones until I lose these or they break again. And if they do break again, there's a decent chance I go with the AirPod Maxes because I kind of want something that goes along with all the other Apple stuff that I have. I'm kind of a, I'm not, I'm not proud of being like an Apple whore, but that's what I am. Yeah. That's kind of what I am at this point. Yeah. I mean, Timmy, Timmy, Old Timmy, Timmy C, he does look pretty, he looks pretty cool in these things. I, I, I'm worried that if I ever go into an Apple store and I put them on my ears and I see what they feel like, that I'll just end over. up replacing my, my perfectly fine working bows. Yeah. But I also, I think I talked about them as a, when I, when I lost my Bluetooth speaker, I was talking about the, the green Bang & Olufsen mm-hmm. um, kind of disc looking Bluetooth speaker. Yep. I will always like the design and look of their products more than any other Apple product. And so I could see myself going down that route. Like I look at all those and they have like very, they have like very high end looking things. They look so comfortable, but I I don't know. I might just need to do a full on, full on docs of these things just to know for myself. Yeah. Um, This brings up a a, a similar musing I had the other day and I'm going to, so I'm going to ask you here on the pod. Do you think you will ever for the rest of your life, own any smartphone besides an Apple one. Can you can you see a world where they fall out of favor, where they lose, where they where something takes them over? Or do you think we are iPhone people for the next 50 years? It depends. Like so uh, this is th- what I'm about to say is in my dream world. My dream would be to just have a, f- a flip phone at to go, this point. Yeah, to go I'm to so tired dumb of being phones. Yes, I want a dumb phone. So unless I get a dumb phone, I don't see any scenario in the next however many years where I would switch away from an iPhone if they keep on coming out the way that they do. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, but... Blue Tech's smartest thing they ever did. It was. It yeah. really is. <laughs> and I, I mean, I would love a dumb phone at this point. I hate being in group text. Uh, I can communicate with everybody via text no matter what. 
But like, I'm tired of get being in like large group texts that are just constantly going off and looking down at my phone after like, I'll be going to bed and I'll just look at my phone to make sure my alarm's set for the next day. And I'll have like 60 text messages from a muted group text. And I'm like, well, now I have to dip into these and get my blue, blue light time in. It just pisses me off. Do you think yeah. you would ever? I mean, I no, no, I, I was I, a BlackBerry. Were you a BlackBerry guy? You have the vibe of someone who had a BlackBerry. Uh, yes, but I wasn't into BBM. Oh, well, it was hard to get into BBM because so few people had a yep. BlackBerry. Yes, that like, I almost I communicated with the people that had BBM more, which is trash to say, just because I enjoyed the idea of BBM. You could see when they were you can see when they were typing. Uh, I I feel like we left out the most important thing that that I'm sure had something to do with do with this. Uh, Kanye, he's wearing AirPod Max. Yeah. No, dude, they all are. Like, everybody is. I think the Illuminati just sent them out to everybody. They're like, here, <laughs> take them. Take, take uh, your, yeah. your AirPod Maxes and, yeah. and be gone. We got a, we got a bundle. We got a, we got a group deal through, uh, through Apple. Like, the Illuminati did, and they just, yeah, they sent them out and again, the, in the gift bag earlier this, uh, this year, Q1. Q1 I'm mostly just bag. annoyed because, like, t- the, 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 the Tinks influencer that we talked about, she's made Sally spend an ungodly amount of money on things she doesn't need in the history of that. And I finally was like, you know what, Sally, I'm going to follow her and figure out why you're so obsessed with this person. Like why you, why you follow her so dedicatedly. And now I'm like falling victim to it. And I'm like, oh, now I'd need some AirPod Maxes and things like that. Did you just pull up the absolute wrong profile? I did. I did. Yeah. (laughs) I think it used to, that used to be her profile, but now she has simply gotten at Tinks, T-I-N-X. That's huge. And like, it's huge for her. I'm just... I just I don't see an I, I I only see a scenario where I end up with AirPod Maxes because of someone like her who's just like loving them all the time. Like yeah. her fifth photo no, on her Instagram, she's just rocking them out. There they are. Uh, Shouts to Tinks. She's she's she should get a she should get a little kickback for the uh, my inevitable purchase around Christmas time this year. Uh, there's something that I want to talk to you about, Barrett, and you've already talked about it at length on the Club Cool podcast, your other podcast that you host yes. on the Watch Media yes. Network. Um, and I'm talking about the J. Crew new lookbook. Because I will say his name incorrectly, I'm going to let you introduce uh, the new J. Crew lookbook and kind of the the buzz around it. Yeah, yeah. So this is um, th- this is a big deal. It's It's been the talk of of the men's fashion world for the last couple of weeks because it is the the, the debut lookbook garments you know kind of new reveal of the of the first collection designed by jaker's new men's creative director brendan babenzine who i was calling babenzian for like two years um uh, dude come on man <laughs> like you can't pronounce things can you like that must be so embarrassing for you that you uh, mispronounce things <laughs> who's uh who's famous for being a longtime creative director at supreme during its like true heyday yeah he was kind of the the, the brains behind a lot of the creative there and um and then more recently he's he's had a nice run uh with with kind of prep streetwear label Noah who has definitely made who's definitely earned some mentions on this podcast. When did he when did he move away from Noah? Um so he's still doing Noah. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. So th- this is this is one of those things that that is kind of like a big deal for fashion designers where they have their own line and then a they Teddy get, Santis going to New Balance. Yes. A, yeah, Rudy V. Senor going to Bali like, you know, there are all, all sorts of examples. Um, J.W. Anderson going to Loewe, like, you know, it happens all the time. So mm-hmm. that, so that, that's, that's what happened here. And, um, and, and J. Crew, obviously who, who recently filed for bankruptcy within the last couple of years and like was huge during the hashtag menswear era. And it was like the, the perfect entry point for all these dudes of our generation, like that were getting into style. It was like a great kind of stepping stone. They made great stuff that was good quality that, that kind of like opened up your eyes and, and led you into all the different arenas that were, that were popular at the time. And then they, uh, over the last five, six, seven years, um, they've fallen off for a variety of reasons, but they just have not been, uh, they, they, they haven't been cranking out like the same type of desirable items and looks and, and vibes and, and, uh, and then the quality dropped off quite a bit as well as as they as the company moved to um you know to, to try to get back on their feet financially. So so this is a big deal for a lot of the reason for a lot of reasons and there's been all sorts of articles written business fashion GQ et cetera, et cetera. you know basically with the big question like is J Crew back? Is this the J Crew comeback we've been waiting for? Uh and that's that's your starting point here. And uh, without because I don't <laughs> The route that you took on Club Cool, 
is pretty much the exact route that my brain started going down because I didn't even look at the actual lookbook until I started listening to you and Phil talking about it. And as I was going through the lookbook and I was kind of checking it out, and if you're watching on YouTube, I mean, if you're not watching on YouTube right now, uh, like Barrett's flipping through this on the screen. And the more I was looking at it, the more I was like, is this that much different? Is this (laughs) – the reason that I used to shop at J. Crew, um, let's say in the – in the last 10 to five years. So I'm omitting the most recent five years. The reason that I liked shopping there was for staple items. And that's why I would go back. I wanted the t-shirts. I wanted pairs of pants. I wanted those staple items that I knew I could wear and knew would be, um, you know, updated throughout the new seasons or would just be good for me. Yep. And then I think they moved too much into the staple items and they kind of forgot about like, oh, we probably need some other stuff to hang our hats on. And all I did while looking through this was think like, okay, I kind of feel like they just went back to like what they were doing before with a yes. little more pop. Yeah. And and that's, you know, you kind of, you're, you're, you're touching on an interesting point there, which I think is, is important to talk about when, when J crew became, you know, popular in the early, in the early 2010s again, you know, I, I think that that real, that, re- that real boom for J crew happened you know, give or take a year or two here, but around 2010 to 2015. Yeah. It it coincided with like the kind of the Brooklyn urban woodsman look. It coincided with tailoring coming back and the kind uh. of like dandy hashtag menswear area where everybody was doing like a lapel pin plus a tie bar plus cute socks Stop. plus pocket Stop. square. It's my, like, I think right, that's my least like, favorite t- like time of all time. <laughs> I hated it. I don't like fun so- socks. I don't like pocket squares and I don't like t- like tie bars. I don't like any of that stuff. It kills uh, me. So, um, you know, raw denim was the big wave. And so like, like if J crew was moving on a straight line, it, it was kind of like fashion came and met J crew with what it was doing a little bit. Yeah. Now they took that ball and ran with it. And then, that when they started to fumble was when fashion started going away from that look. Yeah. T-shirts and graphic logos and streetwear replaced like collars and tailoring and, and, and all that menswear stuff. Um, and, and, uh, and honestly brands like Zara and H and M that could keep up with the trends at a much more rapid clip kind of like shoved J crew out of the way. Yeah. And so, J Crew sat there and said to themselves, "Well, what do we still have?" And it's what it's what you're saying. It's the basics. Yeah. But like they didn't have any of the the kind of the cachet. They didn't have nobody was looking at them for, as as like a quote unquote cool brand. Yeah. So then they tried to dial the quality back on all those basics and just churn those out. And it's just like kind of one thing led to another. And ra- rather than keeping up with what was happening quickening their you know their kind of like their lead times and and the way that they're able to to move through product they just kind of like abandoned it instead they abandoned like trying to to kind of be cool yeah and so over the last you know i think it was you know this this is probably a few years ago now maybe two maybe two and a half what like fashion the bleeding edge of fashion had already begun to leave skinny denim like very slim silhouettes in denim. They'd already moved past that. If you're, you know, if you're paying attention to fashion shows and like the the real, you know, if you're if you're neck deep in this stuff. As that was happening, J. Crew released their first ever like actual skinny jean. Like prior to that, they had only had this cut called the 484, yeah. which didn't taper uh-huh. like an actual, like like an actual like the skinny jeans that everybody was wearing in 2016, 17, 18. And so they were just like they were they they didn't have they didn't have a camp collar short sleeve button down until I want to say like two years ago eighteen yeah. months ago. Well, so they they were just they were they were way behind on like on like kind of just constantly trying to reach for the things that they that that were hot, but being way behind on it. So is, I I think going this lookbook is like yes, going back to a lot of the roots, but also trying to be a little bit more ahead with with some of the things that they're doing. I mean, but does anything does anything in this make like there might be a couple pieces in here that you're like that's really good. Yep. But does anything in this change your opinion of J Crew on a larger scale than just being like, "Oh, this is new." I don't think that I'm going to be looking forward to like their resort collection or something like that yeah. because I just don't I don't think that this moved the needle enough for me to care more than I already did. 
And I think I'm a person who will check J Crew before he, you know, makes a purchase just in case there's something on there that's cheaper or makes more sense for me. Yep. But no, nothing on here is like, oh, I need, I have to get that. And maybe that's just the um, the brand fatigue of J Crew with me in general because I have, I've been shopping with them since I was in early high school. Like, we just we got those catalogs and I would circle stuff. I, I think there, I think there are a couple of things in play here and 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 if you if you if you go listen to club core if if you've already listened to it you've definitely heard me say that this feels not that much different from what they were doing yeah but i think you know i've had another few days to kind of to to look through this a couple more times and think about it the few standout pieces here like are what those are going to go a long way yeah because if Brendan continues, and if season after season, you know that you are going to get like your staples and your classics, and like you can always go to J. Crew for that pair of chinos or the t-shirt, mm-hmm. and you're and you're like, oh, and Brendan might release something kind of crazy, you know? So like whether yeah. it's these like kind of baggy or bleach denim or this big pink wool barn coat or um the the suede vest, the suede argyle vest, like that that's that that's need- not. I need suede money. That's a lookbook piece, right? Yeah. Not something that you you would go to J Crew looking for. Correct. But if you know that those are going to be there, then then I think that's how the those are the the items that will reestablish the brand as like having some of that quote unquote cool factor. Yeah. And then the other the other piece of it, I think, is and and Brendan has definitely talked about this, is that the quality of those basics has to come back up to that expected level. It has to. It has to. And that's that's the reason I stopped shopping with J. Crew as much as I used to. They used to be probably the place where I would spend the most of my money. And the issue that I started having with them was that the pant the cut on the pants was inconsistent. The fabric wasn't as nice. They weren't lasting as long. Yep. They didn't look good after washes. A lot of the t-shirts that I had would get worn out faster. And yep. I, I do think that you know my my move away from J Crew, I also think coincided with me moving to Austin. That was it's a lot less of a J Crew city, and I do think that my clothes here, because of sweating and the amount of times that I wear them over and over, I definitely think that like I wear my clothes down faster now than I used to. Sure, but the the speed at which I was doing with my J Crew stuff was like I can't justify buying this right now because I'm just ruining it, and so I I don't know I'm. I will probably always have J Crew in my internet history, and I will always be if I type in if I type in J right now, like there's nothing else that comes up on my browser that, <laughs> other than J Crew, and so it's it's like I'm kind of excited that they're throwing their hat in a little bit more, but yeah. like I still I'm not there yet. I'm not I'm not like obsessed with anything that I've seen, and it kind of it it bums me out a little bit because I think that. Like, have you? Do you follow Lost J Crew on on Instagram? I don't. It's all it is is just photos of '90s J Crew ads, or not ads, but catalogs, and it makes me so happy. Like one of the most iconic photo shoots of my entire life was when I saw the Dawson's Creek cast in their J Crew catalog, and I was like, "Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the good stuff." Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, Lost J Crew is just exclusively just old stuff, and like I look at it and I think to myself, like, so much of this this design and what's going on on it has affected the way that I even go about the branding that I do for Sunday Scaries and yeah, stuff. I'm yeah. like, this is very similar to certain things that I've done before and I didn't even realize it. And I I think that J. Crew has more of a stranglehold on my life than I realized. And I'm not just, I don't even wear that much these days. But I just think from like growing up, looking at those catalogs, buying it through, you know, college, early 20s, et cetera. I just find myself like, I think they shaped me a little bit and like, I'm not tired of them, but like, I just want more. I just want like something a little bit more exciting. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, one of the things that, that Babenzine has said is that he like, he's not here to re to necessarily reinvent J crew Yeah, because it's still J crew. Which I, not, and I like, I like that not, mentality. He's not trying to make it something that it's, it's not, but I, I think that, you know, as he continues, like, can he continue to, to slow, to, to one, make it current, uh-huh. You know, yeah, and then two, can he slowly like introduce things that are a little bit subversive or unexpected or out of like the standard J Crew wheelhouse while staying true to this kind of like this kind of heritage 
I mean, ethos and, and I the think look you, of the brand. You guys said it like the the uh, the barn jacket, that kind of like pink and kind of pastel colored thing. Like that is straight out of Noah. Yes. Like I guarantee Noah had something very similar to that. And that's a piece that like whenever I am looking through these pre-order items, that piece I stopped by, I wouldn't buy it for myself just because I, I couldn't pull it off and it's not something I'd wear. Yep. But it's like my favorite one. It's my, it's one of my favorite things out of here just because it does kind of jump off the page at you. Right. I mean, I, I saw an article that was like, which collaboration or which which brand's uh, recent rebrand is working better? And it had a photo of like a dude wearing like normal J. Crew stuff, and then it had Kanye's new Gap. And I was like, <laughs> man, these two brands have taken a much different look at their rebrands. Yeah, they have. They absolutely have. Um, and and yeah, it, it it it'll be interesting to see. You know, I said this I I said this to Phil as well, but like. This feels like a little too much weight to be putting on one guy's shoulders. Like, yeah, this is a brand that just filed for bankruptcy not that long ago. Yeah, like they—they're, you know, their bottom line. They're—they're they're what I'm—I'm I'm trying to think of a of a smart business person term, but I can't think of what like you call that. <laughs> well, you're the, you're, the, with, you're the, with the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> like your you know your balance sheet or whatever it's called. Um, you know that like that shouldn't be on him to fix but in public in like the public eye it kind of is yeah like if it's a failure people are gonna be like oh yeah brendan he he blew it he really blew it yeah it's like well no maybe the fucking ops team in the c-suite sucked ass yeah i mean yeah i don't think like i never looked at j crew stuff and was like wow this is terrible i mean i might have looked and been like yeah there's nothing here that's like really that exciting but at the same time um they they just need a slight update you're right like putting that putting that squarely on him's like oh no what what's going to happen now? But yeah, so you know, this is it, it, it's still so early. It, it it's hard to judge off of off of just one lookbook. Um, but you know, I, they, they've they've certainly got my attention. I, I will I, I will be popping in and and um and you know, I'm far more likely to use one of their their more kind of run of the mill twenty twenty five percent off codes with some of this stuff. Probably might not might not have to wait until they're they're giving away the the shorts for twelve dollars. So we'll see. Well, Barrett, it's time. It's time for some wish list items, or if you're feeling spicy, some imminent some cops. Imminent cops. <laughs> because because I need to find what I was going to do. Yeah, I'm going to throw it to you first. Okay. All right. Um, well, I need a. You know, I, I've I've really I'm I'm going to have to start putting even more thought into um into these these wish list items that I add here because. Laura says that she's started listening to the podcast. Now she knows that there's a wish list. She signed, she signed up for your su- for your Substack so that she could get this wish list, um, you know, and 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 have some good options. So now, now I really got to think things through. Yeah, don't mess this up. By the way, if you if if you are um, just Google Will DeFreeze Substack and you will find the uh, the Substack if you you know. I love doing the Substack and it's kind of been weird. Like if the I, link is too hard to remember. Going on vacation for the last like you know, week. And I haven't done like a Substack post for two weeks now because we're, you and I are here and like, I kind of miss it. Like I, I've, I've been enjoying doing it and putting it, putting together these rundowns and changing stuff. Um, so, okay. So to my, my one this week is, uh, it's actually going to be an update to, to last week. It's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, to, to show you the, the suit that I've, I've begun to narrow in on okay. for this Telluride wedding. I'm, I'm, when are you actually going to tell you, Rod? Later this month. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so it is this, uh, Italian wool Sutton suit from Todd Snyder mm-hmm. in a brown and navy check. Okay. Uh, and, Ooh. and it's, it's, uh, it's not exactly what I had pictured, but I, I think that it's giving off in general the right vibe. Okay. Oh, and a nice little sale going on too. Nice little sale, nice little sale. You know I'm a sale boy. So, so th- this is this is uh, at the top of my at top of mind right now because I got to make a decision relatively soon here um, to give time for shipping. Maybe it needs a nip or a tuck at the tailor. Who knows? Uh, but 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 yeah, th- this is um, th- this currently is is the imminent cop of the uh, of the month. Uh, and um, yeah, you know it's it's. Suits are tough. Suits are tough, especially like like uh, like event or occasion pieces. And I really feel for th- this little excursion has kind of made me, you know, it's, uh, I always empathize, but but really made me empathize with with um with the ladies out there mm-hmm. that have to have like essentially a brand new dress 
or or look for every big thing. And you know, most of us got got through our twenties and and thirties with just like one or two suits, navy and gray, right? Like, I mean, and, so, and and so so now that I now that I want something specific, I'm like, well, but but is this a suit that I'll ever really, like really feel good wearing? You could rewear again? this one, yeah, probably, absolutely could. Yeah, right. no, you're talking to someone who's been wearing. I've been wearing my uh, green linen suit into the ground since 2019. Yeah. First wedding I wore it to was tw- summer 2019, and I've worn it to pretty much every wedding since. Yeah, I, I mean, I wore the same the the same olive suit to 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 two weddings earlier this spring. They were like within like two and a half weeks of each other. Yeah, so, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's that, that's nice for us. But but uh, but I've I've I think I've talked about this on Club Cool. Maybe I've talked about it here as well. But like, I'm just out on every suit that I own now. Ex- I am too, except for that green one that I wear. But Dude, exactly. It's not, but it's not appropriate for what I'm for what I'm going for, and it, it won't actually. It's not really warm enough anyway because it will be a little bit chilly. So now I need something new, but I don't want just like I don't want just like a new navy suit. And so I'm looking for something with a little flavor, but that still uh, is in my price range and kind of fits the vibe that I'm going for. So it's been you know it's been a journey, Will. Yeah, I get it. Like I, I've kind of been putting off buying a new suit because I haven't needed a new suit for a while, and I'm only going to one wedding this year. It's a black tie wedding, so I can wear my wedding tux, which I'm very happy about. Um, but like, I know there's going to be a time very soon that comes up where I need to think to myself, like, you know what, I've been wearing this green suit into the ground. I need to go get a new one. And I'm dreading when I have to go out and actually buy a new one because I don't know what I want at this point. Yeah. And the, and, and that's another, I'll just, I'll, I'll throw a a tip in there and, and this is hard to, uh, this is hard to stick with, but like suits you also need to give yourself time man Mm -hmm. because like if you want something from suit supply if you want something from proper cloth if you want to get it dialed in if you want to choose a custom like a like a fabric off the from their binder and like have it in the and have that fabric in the cut that you want like that's going to be some you know it's going to be a wait time yeah i wish i would have i wish we were spending more time in italy so i could go to one of those places that everyone talks about where you can get like the a super super high-end suit for less than a thousand dollars because it's an Italy. like you're you're at the source it's like why do you think you know mexican beers cost less in mexico because you're in mexico sure um and yeah i'm like shit i should have should have tried to finagle something here but maybe it's better i didn't it would have been a kind of a travel hack to instead of uh you know pack a suit you just go buy one in Italy for the Italian wedding. That, that would be right. a flex. Ooh, yeah. Well, in in the in the Dangerous vein of though. travel, uh, I get a, I've been getting a little bored when we're traveling lately. We got a lot of downtime now that uh, my son is traveling with us and mm-hmm. he naps, you know, twice a day. And I find myself just scrolling my phone this entire time. It's annoying. And so I turned to a place that I've always liked, and it's Saba. I'm wearing a pair of Sabas today that I haven't worn in a few years, and I kind of forgot how comfortable they were. And they recently released uh, – they used to do backgammon boards and travel backgammon all the time. I'm not a backgammon person, and I don't love backgammon. Okay. Never really have. I do like chess, or at least I like it enough to say, hey, you know what? I want this $310 chess set from Saba that I can put in my backpack, put in a tote bag, put wherever and bust it out and not scroll my phone while we have so much downtime. Sure. Will I ever get this? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, will it be a gift that could someone could give me? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I just think that like in my life, I need some of these trinkets that I can have that aren't like, you know, that are actually useful that I can bring somewhere. When we, whenever we travel, we've been bringing with us, uh, bananagrams. Are you familiar with love banana? bananagrams? Yes, I love yes. bananagrams too, but we, I, I think we're too afraid to admit that we've gotten a little tired of it. It's it's also not the best two-player game. We learned that during uh, lockdown. Yeah. We yeah. would play almost every night during lockdown. And playing two players is way more anxiety-inducing than yeah. playing one player. Yeah, for two or people, three I, I, more. I prefer Scrabble. I yeah I agree I I also think that bananagrams is reserved for like four people is like almost perfect because you're just all drawing you're all doing your thing game but, goes quicker you know yeah I don't want to play chess on this uh, travel chess board with anybody that I actually like know who knows how to play chess <laughs> just because I, I'm not very good at chess and I don't have any strategy I my main strategy is just trying to remember which way the uh, yeah. the actual pieces go do but you, yeah do you get the same type of um endorphin blast from tactile things that can't be worn as you do with clothing shoes Mm-mm. accessories not even close okay not yeah. even close it what? sucks yeah because I, that that's you know I, I i see something like this 
it's wonderful. Like it looks great. It's, it's, it'd be fabulous to own. Um, you know, it, the, yeah, I, I very much have like that vision of, Hey, being somewhere beautiful, like Italy and just like pulling out this Lux Denali green chess set. But like, I just don't, for some reason, I don't get the same high, the same rush. It's like, it's pulling not out even this close. Like object as I do with pulling out, you know, the cotton sweater, right? It's, yeah, it's like it's not it's not even in the same ballpark. Like I would much rather um, buy something that I can wear and like get excited about than buy something that's just going to sit on a table yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like I have certain items that I, I would say are items that mean a lot to me. Like the, I, and they might not even have like an actual meaning behind it, but it's just something I really like. For example, uh, I have a really nice pocket knife. It's made out of like ebony um, Damascus, all this stuff. And I love it. I don't use a pocket knife ever, yeah. but I like to keep it with me sometimes. I don't travel with it because I don't want it to get taken in an airport. I've, I've, I've heard of a friend of mine had the same knife and it got taken out of his like, uh, checked bag, mm. which means it could have been stolen. Wow. But I mean, yeah. And so like, but I love just having it, you know, with me sometimes because I'm like, you know what? I like having this little thing. Yeah. But when it comes to the excitement of buying something like that, I would much rather go buy a piece of piece of clothing that I can like stand in front of the mirror, go out to dinner in, like get excited about because I, yeah. I it just yeah. feels more fun. Well, Barrett, it's another one in the books. All right. Um, I don't really have too many programming notes. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or if you want to, or if you just want to support the podcast, again, there's a link to the new YouTube channel down there. Uh, go, go subscribe to that. And maybe we'll probably be putting up more segments and stuff like that on the page now that things are changing a little bit, but yeah. Um, do you have anything to add today, Barrett? No, another great sode. Thanks everybody for listening. And um yeah, just loving, loving, loving the pod here. Uh, later, guys. Bye.